Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Toby. We're the co-founders of Ask Us For Ideas, or Alfie as most people call it, where we help the world's most ambitious businesses, large or small, to connect with a collection of the best and most exciting creative agencies from around the world. Being at the intersection of these brands and creative teams for the best part of a decade has allowed us to get to know some truly exceptional people. This podcast, Private Views, aims to shine a light on that, with the first series publishing conversations inside some of the industry's most exciting creative studios, digging deep, looking beyond their portfolios and into their unique experiences and thought processes. In this episode, we visit the New York office of Character, a branding agency originally born out of San Francisco, whose clients range from VR gear Oculus to Japanese cookware brand Vermicula. To date, much of their work has emerged from Silicon Valley, at least that's the case for its HQ, and their 40-plus person presence there makes them one of the largest and most heavy-hitting branding teams on the West Coast. Agencies grow and set up new outposts on a regular basis. Usually, the model they follow is to create like-for-like offerings somewhere else in the world. Whilst no doubt the character DNA exists in their New York studio, what's been most interesting for us is the difference between the two. Helmed by two ex-RGA heavyweights, Virgilio and Manny, their pedigree-building digital brand systems and experiences in the truest sense of the word has opened them up to a world of clients that previously they'd not been considered for. Character's presence in New York is relatively new. Only a couple of years, in fact. And in that time, they've had to find their voice and way of working. A process that has led to new takes on how to develop and show their work. After first landing here, without a permanent office space, Character would actually pop up in gallery spaces to present creative work to clients walking them through what was ostensibly an exhibition rather than clicking through a PowerPoint. The difference is, again, it's all about people. I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's, it is, it's the DNA of the people behind the company. It's, the, it's maybe a, many and I, I mean, where we come from. We come from big digital companies, uh, mostly grounded in user experience. And I think the user experience is the one that is, is perhaps one of the disciplines that makes the difference in terms of the process and maybe the, the, the final output. Our producer David Michon visited Character at their offices in Brooklyn's Dumbo, a studio that is more white cube gallery space than it is traditional office. He discussed how necessity drove innovation in their business and what they are doing to root themselves in the city's creative community. Manny Delone, uh, Principal and Creative Director at Character. Yeah, I wanted to ask you just if you could kind of describe your approach. I mean, what, what is it about Character that, that maybe distinguishes it uh, as an agency in terms of, you know, in terms of your work? Yeah, that's, a big, that's a big question. Yes, that is like the question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, uh, we oftentimes joke because we, we try to, you know, uh, we I like to think that we're grounded enough to know that many of the things that a lot of studios or firms or agencies that do what we do 
at the end of the day, they're they're very um, they're very comparable, right? You know, and you put them side by side. There's there's so many similarities, uh, and and what what we typically latch on is, is things that are hopefully more intangibles, right? It's like uh, we, we believe that, you know, uh, assembling the, the, the right culture and the right teams uh, and, and, and seeding it in a way that, that uh, allows everyone to enjoy what, what they do and they do it with rigor and do it with, with a lot of uh, conviction and passion. You know, uh, a lot of those things are, you know, you, anyone could say that those are table stakes or things that any studio should have. But those are the things that we we treasure, and because we we know that that's how that's how you actually develop not only the right culture, but you know uh, longevity, and, and you start thinking critically about you know people's careers and people's uh, role as they continue to grow. Um, but what does that mean to the client? To the client, it means that uh, that you know you're you're working with with uh, with a studio that essentially values uh, you know the, the the studio culture. You know, uh, and and I, I like to think that when you actually build the right dynamics within your team, you know, more often than not, it leads to the best work. My name is Virgilio Santos. I'm principal and creative director at Character New York. As a first question, if you could just kind of describe Character, uh, you know, what what is what is Character's kind of point of view, and uh, what is it as an agency? You mean Character New York or Character New York? Yes. Yeah. I mean, Character New York is still a work in progress. I mean, it's, it's like year one. What do you choose to take from Character San Francisco? And what kinds of questions are you asking yourself to kind of continue to develop what Character New York is? Great question. I mean, uh, we, we share similarities, of course, with our partners in, in San Francisco. Again, we are brand design company. We, we share values and... and and, um, and our positioning is the same. The difference is, again, uh, it's all about people. I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's, it is, it's the DNA of the people behind the company. It's, the, it's maybe a many and I, I mean, where we come from. We come from big digital companies, uh, mostly grounded in user experience. And I think the user experience is the one that is, is perhaps one of the disciplines that makes the difference in terms of the process and maybe the, 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 the final output. As you kind of build the team out, um, what is it that you kind of look for? What is it, you know, what is it um, in terms of the culture of the office that would mean someone kind of fits in here? I mean, again, first, be a great designer will be the, the first essential ingredient, of course. And then what makes a difference is also their past, where they come from, you know, and also uh, their education, of course, and when I say education, it's not particularly the place where you went to school, but mostly your, the mentors you had, the places that you that, that you encounter through your uh, journey. Uh, I think all of your past is what makes you, and I think we 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 care about that. But also, people with um, with a strong passion for what they do, and also for uh, I mean, some of them have, have personal projects, personal. Uh, causes. I think for us, we care a lot about designers to stand for for things, be socially responsible. You obviously work from a very kind of unusual space or a unique space in 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 terms of design agencies, um, in that it's essentially you know at least half of it is is a kind of white box gallery space. Mm -hmm. um, 
just wanted to hear you kind of explain how you how you kind of activate the space and you use this space to help explain and uh, uh, to help explain yeah. your designs to clients. We like to creating a space where for the first time when you reveal a brand launch, it feels a bit epic. It feels uh, it feels it's an important moment for us because we are delivering finally a name, a brand to a client, and the space is it's a bit of a. We will say like a, a pop-up uh, um, experimental of launching the brand, you know, really, and it, ma it makes the clients happy. I mean, we try a few times, and it, it, they are very surprised in the way we do that. But that's the intention of the space. I mean, multi, multi-purpose, I mean, multi-purpose. Yeah. Do you think, you know, just judging from some of the reactions of, uh, of the clients that you've had, kind of, uh, that you've provided these experiences for? Do you think they it helps them to understand the brand or your intentions kind of faster or with greater depth or? There's, it's a great moment to stress test. I think it's it's something about feeling. It's more emotional than rational, to be honest, because the rational, in a way, you've been through the process a few months before or, or, or through the process is very rational. There's a lot of strategy. There's a lot of design rounds, right? I mean, all this work is highly rational. Everything we do is, is very grounded in, in logic and and so much insight. But then when you do this kind of more, uh, we call brand expression, it's, it's really more emotional. So yeah, around this time last year, we were still looking for space, you know, and, uh, you know, one of the things right out of the gate was, you know, you know, uh, Knowing there's a lot of things that are are going to be common in any studio culture, we just wanted to find a, a a way to continue to do what we do successfully, but continue to challenge ourselves. So uh, I think the space when we talk about culture, we talk about ambition. So we, we thought like you know creating a more dimensional business that allows us to uh, operate as a as a service. Uh, firm, uh, but also, you know, channel a lot of these other passions around uh, culture, arts, music. Uh, so one of the intentions is to start continue to utilize the space in a way that uh, brings, uh, you know, prospects, collaborators, community to participate in conversations uh, and activities, as well as events. Uh, but even above all that, it's also our way of actually, you know, bringing our clients and, and our partners into a more intimate way of, of uh, experiencing the work that we developed. Mm -hmm. You know, as you know, right, a lot of the work that the guests deliver and produce, you know, in, in a lot of the similar companies that are in the space of actually developing brand system, you know, unfortunately, more often than not, a lot of the outputs end up in in uh, in you know keynotes or you know PDFs uh, or in a video at best. You know, and uh, I think having the space that allows us to really modify the type of conversation that we want to have with clients uh, is something that we were really deliberate. You know, so having movable walls. Uh, um, you know, having movable furniture uh, and then have that kind of, uh, arrangement kind of adapt according to the client. Um, and yeah, and then we've invested in, in this, this idea that, you know, clients should, should experience their brands in a, in a dimensional way, in a, in a visceral way. 
So we experiment a lot with uh, with audio, uh, you know, video projections, you know, and essentially manifest the brand in hopefully ways that are uh, open the eyes to the person that it witnesses and experiences it, but also uh, uh, demonstrate that a, a brand can and should live beyond a symbol or, or a presentation, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I was wondering if maybe you could kind of give an example um, of one of those kinds of experiences with a client, because I, I, I do think it's quite clear, but it might be useful to hear you kind of describe how you transform the space mm -hmm. or how you use this space mm -hmm. and, um, with, a, with a kind of case study. Mm -hmm. No, 100%. So, I mean, it, it starts with like the, the first introduction as well. Like we oftentimes do a kickoff in, in our gallery space um, and trying to make the, the activities themselves feel uh, n not only inclusive, but um, just, you know, almost challenging even the basic notion of a workshop, right? So, uh, um, but I think m more specifically, like, uh, you know, the recently did a, a big, uh, what we call a brand prototype, as, as we call it, is essentially a walkthrough, a demonstration where, uh, you know, essentially walk the client through through uh, a series of segments that, that in the space where you know, in in one end you, we we may have a data visualization demonstrating the uh, an expression uh, on on in one uh, in other segments we can actually have uh, a pop up uh, expression where it would be an apparel or it could be a piece of technology. Uh, and essentially it becomes almost more uh, like a tour of what the brand could be, you know, and uh, unfortunately I have to speak in the abstract because a lot of these products are still in, in, in uh, you know, under a lot of confidentiality uh, parameters. But, but the, the, I think the way we tend to describe it is essentially you walk in through your brand and, and through multimedia you, you experience it in ways that, you, that we like to think are refreshing for our prospects and clients. Um, yeah, it must be. I mean, um, for a client who's kind of probably most often stuck in, in kind of stuffy boardrooms to have an experience where you're kind of walking and moving around a space, what, what have some of the reactions, I mean, how, how do clients react? Mm -hmm. do, do they kind of understand what's happening immediately? Um, do they accept this like in, in, in lieu of a, of a kind of PDF presentation, which may be some kind of want um, uh, to kind of like tick off um, as, a, as a kind of deliverable for them? Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. So um, b based on the, the, the few that we've actually done, um, the, the, if I were to generalize it, it's like they, they, they're more often than now, they're a little bit surprised, you know, and obviously that is part of the, the, the desirable kind of uh, uh, outcome. But, but I think what's super interesting to us is that, that you realize really, really quickly that the moment you demonstrate the work this way, it becomes, uh, it becomes more human to actually discuss it because you actually are touching, feeling, hearing, you know, um, artifacts, you know, and uh, uh, I, I think it changes the type of conversation that you have with clients, you know, not only the way we share with them, but the way they, they respond immediately, you know, and, and I think in our experience as well, we, we uh, it actually creates a great sense of comfort because you're, you're not having to explain something in the abstract and you can just 
again, you can touch something, you can ask questions, and, and uh, also in our experience, but a lot of these prototype exercises actually do for the brand and, and our clients is like, uh, not only get them thinking this way, but it feels like we're like one step closer to that vision. You know, so for example, we, we, we've had a couple of clients that, that after witnessing the, the way we've actually uh, painted the vision, they proactively thought about, okay, like what would it take to actually realize something like this? Um, and I think uh, just to bookend your question, because it's a really good question, we, the, the same way I sort of dislike actually doing this type of interviews, like it's also true that we dislike presenting in a, in a traditional sense. So it's also a mechanism for us to feel more comfortable. <laughs> uh, and I think you mentioned to me before that this is something that um, the kind of San Francisco office has, has kind of picked up on and maybe is experimenting with as well. Yeah, I mean, this is a, it's a great question. It's a, uh, it's a perfect example of how we're feeding off each other, right? There's, there have so much uh, institutional knowledge that we're humbly learning every day from San Francisco. Uh, it, it's also true that they, as we continue to test what like prototyping brands in New York means, like that, uh, that San Francisco is already adopting this way of thinking, you know, and, uh, um, you know, and, uh, uh, it's it's uh, it's gratifying, validating to know that a lot of the things that that are working are, are adopted, uh, uh, you know, throughout character. Um, but that's not to say. I mean, we again, there's this reciprocal interaction that that is super beneficial for us because, you know, we we also know our boundaries and and, and we lean on them as well a lot. <laughs> Um, you know, obviously, you're, you're, you're still very much in the process of, of kind of establishing yourself here. Um, so probably thinking quite critically about what types of clients you're, you're, you'll be targeting or you'd like to have. So it would be great to have some insight into kind of what your aspirations are for, um, for character here in New York. Yeah. Um, the, you know, we oftentimes ask the question to this entire studio and, uh, as expected, everyone wants to work on pretty established companies that already are either household names or they have a lot of equity. Um, it's also true that the more you do this professionally, you're while it's you know you know uh, humbling and great to work with these amazing household names and cultural brands. It's also s super interesting to us to actually bring to life something that doesn't exist. Uh, so I think specifically about like what are our ambitions and what kind of uh, you know categories or verticals or, or segments we want to be in. The short answer is like we, we we like to play in many spaces as long as they're ethically you know uh, within our barometer. Uh, but I think we I think speaking on the behalf of the team, I think it, it's it's essentially things that that we want to work with design leaders. Uh, company leaders that understand that design uh, uh, and branding at large is, is beyond the identity. So we, we tend to get really, really excited about opportunities that allow brands to really flex in multiple ways. Uh, and we see, you know, the role of technology, uh, you know, and how brands could actually manifest themselves beyond a digital product, but almost in whether it's retail or whether it's something more experiential. 
uh, you know, so we, we, we tend to gravitate to those kind of opportunities. Uh, yeah. Um, just to, I guess, kind of as a, as a bit of a final question, just to, to kind of go back to this style of kind of presenting, do you think it's, you know, do you think it, it, it might kind of connect with a lot of the work that you do or the clients that you might get simply because the idea of experience um, is something that's, that's kind of much more mainstream now, much more of a, a kind of conscious consumer demand that kind of presenting a brand in that context can, can, can help just bring it to life in, the, in a way that makes sense for how it's intended. Do, do you know what I mean? No, yeah, no, I, I get your question, of course, you know, and it's, it's a question that we ask ourselves as well, you know. Uh, you know, I, I guess it's like, it's like human nature, right? It's like if we only do branding, then uh, it's not challenging enough for us, you know, and I think, you know, the, a lot of these ideas around how do we activate the space and bring clients into these conversations, it's just like a mechanism to, for, for us to continue to challenge ourselves as well. Uh, you know, but I, uh, I think, what, is, what does it mean for the client? I mean, it's a, the, these expressions just tend to be, uh, you know, you, the, almost like living demonstrations of what the, the full potential of the brands could be, you know, and, uh, you know, based on our experience, we know that a lot of this thinking actually happens in when you bring consultancies or when you bring uh, studios to, to essentially deliver you uh, an outline of what the vision should be, you know, and we of course can do that, but we, we're more passionate about uh, doing that plus realizing it in a way that is, uh, you know, uh, understandable. You know, that, that's one thing that we also talk about a lot is actually making ideas understandable, you know, and, and that, that's another way of saying it's, it's like something that you, you can touch and feel and react to. My name is Lauren Wong. I'm an associate strategy director here in Character New York. I don't know if you've been to uh, Character San Francisco as kind of a, a part of your onboarding and just wondering what, you know, since that's really fresh for you and this is really fresh for you, how you see these two, how, what differences you see between the two offices. One of the things that San Francisco and New York both share is this commitment to the brand and the brand has been built for so many years as this incredible creative and strategic studio that knows how to think about founders vision and their startups or their brands and be able to translate that into brands that do interesting things in culture and brands that have a place in people's lives. I think that holds true no matter which office you go to. What's interesting about New York is that we have a real desire to build an agency and a studio here that is deeply rooted in the creative community. I think because so many of us came to character from other studios in New York, we're really excited to build programming, build a space, build relationships with many of the other collaborators that we've worked with in our lives. And all of us have a rich network of creative folks that we have here and different lenses. Um, I, in particular, are, am really excited to be able to build a creative community, not just here in New York, um, but with other aspects of folks and communities who haven't been part of the creative process yet. Mm. To kind of get yourself out of your own bubble to some extent, is that how you see it? Um, in some ways, I think 
one of the things that I've always been really committed to is the idea that the creative world is something that inherently is really inclusive, that we are much more creative and much stronger when we have lots of different opinions and different perspectives, different ways of seeing the world. Um, so I think that it's essential for us to be diverse in many different ways. And I think that the creative industry has for a long time struggled to think about D diversity and inclusion across the board. I think that's changing, but I'm really excited to see how character can contribute to the ways in which the creative community here is more inclusive and more diverse in, in many different ways, more than one. Interesting. Um, I've kind of heard a lot about, you know, obviously how this space is then also activated for, for kind of client uh, presentations, mm -hmm. for lack of a better word. Um, for client presentations, you know, and, and certainly in an expression of, of kind of graphic design or, or uh, various kind of uh, physical manifestations of brand. But from your perspective as a strategist, how is it that you think this space can maybe be used to your advantage to help get those elements of, of a project across? So that's something I'm really excited to be involved in. I think for me and for many of the other folks here in New York, brand to us is about vision. It's about a world that you build that you want others to fall into and, and fall in love with. And as a result, a brand means so much more than something that's on the page or something that you see on a screen. For us to be able to do a project brief that brings our team into the world of strength building or horse racing is not something that they might necessarily have had exposure to, but we can use the space to really immerse them into the aspects of that world, whether that's bringing in speakers to talk about what it feels like, bringing in users, dressing the space so it feels like you're walking inside the kind of world that you're going to be designing for. I think that's really exciting. Um, and it's also really fun to imagine how we can express vision and strategic documents in ways that go beyond a PowerPoint presentation. What part of um, character New York comes from character San Francisco? Uh, we're so proud to, to know that the San Francisco uh, office actually built an incredible brand for 20 years. Uh, around basically helping launch and, and uh, re uh, uh, propel brands forward. More often than not, they were new to the world companies, uh, and you know, and it, it was a it was a joy to to be invited to actually continue to do a lot of that work. Uh, but the real, going back to your one of your earlier questions around like what is the difference between SF and New York? I think it's like because of the leadership here comes with. Uh, uh, slightly different DNA. The expectation is not to clone um, uh, San Francisco. However, um, it, it's almost more about being mindful uh, what the parameters are and, and, and trying to also stay true to, to uh, this, you know, we are one organism, but at the end of the day, to, we could still actually have uh, uh, different perspectives as long as it's laddering up to, to uh, to, to the same values, if that makes sense. All right, Manny, thank you so much. No, thank you, David. <laughs> hey.
That was producer David Michon visiting the New York offices of Character. A big thank you from myself, Nick, and Toby for listening. Thank you also to the team at Character for their time, to Sean Crook for editing this episode, to George Grinling for the theme music, and to Made Thought for Private Views as Visual Identity. To find other episodes, head to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or SoundCloud. And to find out more about us, please visit our website, aufi.com. We're also on social media channels using the handle at askusforideas. And finally, please do share this episode, rate us on Apple Podcasts, and do listen to the others we've put out as part of this series. Until next time. Thank you.